as he a, was as the a, best quarterback to start the season before we had played any game before there was any hamstring that could have been strained when he was still doing backflips into the end zone you decided to play the guy who can't throw the ball well damn mullet thank you for coming to your senses about eight weeks too late This is the reason I'm thrilled that I have a podcast that is recorded so everybody can see it. I have been saying this since week one. If any of you want to go back, you can fact check. For sure, he should have been the quarterback from day one. We should not. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into episode 30, part two. We are not going to do uh, get ready for it by listening to No oh, Cry bad. about the Gators oh, okay. again. Keep that shit up. Because so, you, ladies, you, it's going to ah. be Jackson versus Richardson. And it's, and it's on <laughs> baby. Baby, I'm I, I'm coming ah. right out with, with the AR-15 <laughs> to your head top. I, oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, and now we begin. Yeah. It's for Harlem. Silk City. Fado, what up? Mills, what up? Rest in peace, Nard. Star Trek. Top downs on the screen, hallelujah. I'm the king, I'm the ruler. Top, top downs on the screen, hallelujah. I'm the king, I'm the ruler. Got the rail up in Harlem, chilling on the crate with a block of shooters. Beach chair on the block, watch the cops, gotta keep the clock in cooler. Phone shorty in the corner store. Pull a black car out the Memphis. Tiffany stones on Emma Jar. Taking a crib with fish from jars. I'm lifting off. Get so high, I can kiss the lawn. Don Carleon, I've been the boss. And I made back with the ceiling on. Hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up. You cannot make this shit if you're a fraud. They do not make nothing like this no more. We got the caterpillar chains and the butterfly doors. Flapping platinum, but still we saw. Strapping, strapping, finna go to a war. Zoom, zoom. Imagine tapping into your core. Shells hanging out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our Around the League version of episode 30 of the Splash Cast. I am your jovial and happy co host, Reggie. I am a co-host, nor would I have a smile on my face. That is not how my emotions are currently feeling. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is Saturday, October 30th, 2021. And for college football fans in the Southeast, especially in the state of Georgia and Florida, we know that is the Georgia-Florida game today. So, Norwood is upset. This is why my regalia has so much UGA stuff on here. We are UGA'd out. Otherwise, we would only be splash cast and HBCU paraphernalia. But today is special. So before we get to the Georgia-Florida game and make Norwood depressed, we told y'all last week that going forward that HBCU news did not deserve to be at the end of any episode. So we decided to put it, because it is HBCU news is national news, we decided to go ahead and put it at the front of our Around the League episode, which is all-encompassing of the sports world. So with that being said, let's get into our HBCU segment, Norwood. And what season is it? Homecoming season. And the games of the week, really don't even care who they play. It's a and and FAMU because it's homecoming. How you feeling, man? 
I'm going to be happy for them first. Shout out to A&T. I hope you guys have a wonderful, blessed, safe homecoming. Fam, you, my very first college visit, I hope you guys have a wonderful, blessed, and safe homecoming. I hope there's a high school student who is there, unbeknownst to his parents, having the time of his life, getting exposed to the HBCU culture early. So that can be the influence that uh, propels that, that human forward to go to HBCU. I, it happened to me. I hope it happens for you guys. Um, I, I'm... I hope that everything goes well. I'm sad that I'm. I, ours was canceled-ish. I was not able to participate. And yeah, I support all of that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I was I was struggling with the game of the week. I wanted to say Southern versus Alcorn, but we're a swag-heavy podcast. So at least I'm a swag-heavy leaner when it comes to sports. Uh, so, I mean, A&T is no longer in the MEAC and FAMU is in the SWAC now. So I guess it's still a swag-heavy podcast. But uh one thing's for sure, two things for certain, man. Homecoming season is where it's at, and it definitely is at A&T in Greensboro and at FAMU in Tallahassee. They've been up and down my timeline for the last three, four days. So shout out to them. By the time you're hearing this, just know that the T's and P's from the Splashcast is with y'all. We want y'all to have a safe, happy, healthy uh, homecoming, and hopefully we can get rid of this COVID, and we'll be right back, and we'll be there with y'all next year. How can we talk about the hbcu that is the greatest in all the land and another excellent product taking over yes so sonia stills is now going to become the first lady commissioner of the mid-eastern athletic conference the MEAC. Uh, we just spoke about ant and famu before and as you know they left uh one went to the big south and one went to the swac uh so now the MEAC, who's kind of in flux right now is turning to not only a black woman leader, but where did she graduate from? From the illustrious university, the Hampton University. She graduated from Hampton University, ladies and gentlemen. HBCU product who is now being picked to lead. So shout out to Ms. Stills. If a little bit of background, she is formerly the chief of staff and the COO of, of the MEAC. And she has been with the former commissioner uh, Dennis Thomas, who was the longest tenure commissioner of the MEAC in league history, who stepped down. Uh, she worked with him all 19 years. Um, she is focused on building leagues, building the league's brand and stability on a national level. She actually wants to expand um, and bring in more schools. As, as you know, as I said before, they lost Hampton, FAMU, Bethune-Cookman, and A&T, but they also lost Savannah State, who wasn't even good. No shade. But I'm talking about sports-wise. They were never even good. And they went down to the SIAC. So, I mean, th they've got a lot of work to do over there in, um, in the Mideastern Athletic Conference. And, of course, the calling card for the MEAC really is basketball. So, if they could bring in some heavy basketball schools around that area, because a lot of the schools that left, especially FAMU and Bethune-Cookman, left the MEAC because geographically they're closer to SWAC schools than they are MEAC schools. So that's part of the reason that they left. So if they could get some schools like, you know, Virginia State, Virginia Union, but you don't want to raid the CIAA and SIAC, but you need to do something. Maybe Edward Waters. Mm -hmm. Get somebody out there. That's Florida, too. But, you know, but, it is what it is, man. What do you think, man? What do you think she's going to do? Well, of course, number one, Hampton produces the greatest woman to walk the planet. This is nothing different. And just like any other Hampton woman, they specialize in getting it done and getting it done efficiently, effectively. Mm. 
and proving to everybody that they're the absolute best. Also, I want to give kudos to the NIAC for making the right decision. You picked an excellent candidate and another excellent representation, once again, of the greatest historically black college and university of all the land, the Hampton University. Great job. And I, expect, job. I have high expectations, but I, I'm sure her expectations are higher than the ones we bestow upon her. Yep, and it's not like, you know, they're hiring somebody that, that is brand new to it. Like I said, she's been them with them for 19 years. The continuity is there. The plan is there. The vision is there. All this, all this, all the the next step is the execution. So, shout out to Miss Sonia Stills. Make sure that you guys like spam her, uh, tell her that you love her, and give her all the support that she needs. Um, Absolutely. Moving on. Moving on. The NBA has decided to host the first ever. HBCU Classic at the NBA All-Star Game or NBA All-Star Weekend where they will, I think this year is going to be Howard is going to be the featured school and I forgot who they're playing, but they are in talks with uh, having this classic every year at NBA All-Star Weekend to bring exposure to not only the school, but to the athletes who are underexposed as well. So uh, that is pretty dope and you already know who is behind this. Uh, Chris Paul uh, had his fingers all through this, and um, so shout out to them, man. Are you? You definitely need to have it on television, man. How you feel? I'm gonna tell you, I have a completely different look on this. I have a a self serving look for my own self. I can only imagine what the HBCU NBA All Star party uh, game is going to be. Its own draw. It should be a lot of fun. You should be able to slide a little mini homecoming in there. I did. Oh, this the is pe- yeah for the people who like those type of things. This is the place for it. Homecoming. Could you imagine? This is like, and first of all, NBA All Star Weekend. Everybody's gonna be there. All the HBCUs in whatever area, and when I say area, within three hundred miles, four, three, four hundred miles, it's gonna be there. Yeah, or should be there if you're able. That's that's like. A universal homecoming. That's like when they used to have a battle of the bands and all the bands yep. get on the field and play the uh, the national anthem. That's what yep. this is. Yeah. Ooh, that would be fun. I, I'm not going to lie. The Splash Cats may have to be there. We love to be there, NBA. Yep. Um, HBC, and we love to be there. Me yeah, whoever, whoever, yeah, whoever got the bread, <laughs> we, on the, we on the way. <laughs> so, on the way. Man, uh, and basketball season has kicked off. So, you know, and. This is in February. This will be in the midst of uh, football season. I mean, sorry. This will be in the midst of basketball season uh, right before March Madness. So this would be great exposure uh, right before March Madness. So shout out to the NBA. Shout out to Chris Paul. Shout out to the NBA PA, Players Association. Shout out to HBCUs. Shout out to everyone for the effort. We love to see it. We love to see it. We love to see it. So moving on. Moving on, there was another NBA team that we didn't highlight this before, and I don't see how we missed this. It actually happened down the 12th about two weeks ago, right before the season started. But the uh, Washington Wizards do something where they hold an open practice right before the season every year. Um, and this year, on October 12th, they decided to hold their open practice that's open to fans at Morgan State University. Uh, By having it at Morgan State, they also opened it up to the HBCU students who uh, were able to attend for free. Uh, They had a three-point contest, a dunk contest, a full-court, half-court scrimmage, and some of the the HBCU HBCU students and Morgan State students were able to speak with personnel there and get 
uh, advice on some of them trying to get break into the industry that is sports and sports management. So that was pretty dope, man. I hope Hampton does something like this one day. What's your thoughts? I would like that, but I get also trying to get a pro sports team to leave where they are and go to Hampton. Going to Baltimore is is forty five yeah. minutes. Going to Hampton is three and a half hours south of, southeastern Virginia. I don't I don't know if you get Montrez Harold to go there. It would nah. be nice. Yeah, I mean, really nothing there. I mean, the only yeah. thing you got is what Richmond and Norfolk. So uh, maybe they could all uh, bust up there. But yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, this is exposure that we need and deserve. And mm-hmm. once you build a brand, once you build a pipeline, we can we can discuss further in schools that may not be in the largest of cities because those are, those are the schools that need it as well. The largest city schools have a have a a community to lean on. That is kind of the thing about Hampton. You're leaning on the seven five seven. You're leaning on the seven cities, and they do a great job. But they deserve the exposure, and also the that community deserves it too. Fair. Fair, fair. So, um, you know, it is what it is. We have some good news. Like I said, we have some good topics to talk about when it comes to our HBCU news around the culture. Uh, again, homecoming season. And for those that didn't get to go to the homecoming, there is some games that is being broadcasted on ESPN3 and ESPN+. Plus. Especially right now, I think Hampton is playing Robert Morris and Southern is playing Alcorn State in Battle of the SWAC uh, division for the division crown. Uh, so it is football season, homecoming season, HBCUs. We love y'all, man. Did we miss anything? Homecoming season. You already know, man. We going to be back. We going to be back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are now going to get into our news around football, uh, for our news around the league, uh, edition of episode 30 of the splash cast. Y'all stay tuned at other people's teams, not just the Falcons. <laughs> yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with part two of episode 30 of the Splashcast, our Around the League episode, and we are now going to get into some, into some news around the NBA. Got a few topics we're going to talk about today. First off, we're going to talk about a budding superstar up there in Charlotte, paired up with LaMelo Ball. Some of them say they are uh, in the same light as John Collins and Trey Young. Um, There's Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges had the dunk of the year last year on Clint Capella. Well, Jalen Brown. One of them. One of the dunks. I'm still going to say Collins and Embiid is... You put him in the headlock, man. What? Yeah, 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 you're right. But Miles Bridges has been playing out of his mind. He's had a 14-point increase, a five-rebound increase, and a two-assist increase in his in his play since this year. And it's all thanks to uh, a better team around him as well as the mellow ball. But Miles Bridges was on the business end of a dunk by Jalen Brown when they were playing against the Celtics. And it was disrespectful. But Miles Bridges said, yo, I ain't scared of getting dunked on. I'm going to supposed to do. Just let him score. I'm going to I'm gonna jump before and I'm going to jump after, man. I like that energy, dog. I like that energy. It just sucks that he got dunked on. 
Bring that back. Bring back that NBA where it's not. Now they want to give up on the fouls. Here, here's a, here's a fast break foul. Got you. Tag you're mm-hmm. in. Or if you see if you see a guy about to dunk, you don't have enough confidence in your springs to even be like, let me jump with this dude and see. That used to be a part of the NBA, and I don't want to make this the old man cast or the uncle cast, but I like to see guys like uh, Bridges who say that. John Collins said that. If you're not getting dunked on, you're not jumping with anybody. You're not right. jumping with anybody. You're probably Zion, who's not a rim protector. You're probably... <laughs> you be calling out people every episode. Go ahead. Because, I like Because it's so many guys who just won't jump. Oh, DeAndre Ayton, who has zero blocks. You got to... If, if you want to become that level of a player, take the risk. Mailing it in and letting them dunk every time for sure will get them points. But if you have a little bit of courage in your in yourself, you might be able to block one. You get dunked on. Come on, man. It's the NBA. And as much as you want to put people on a poster, what's good for the goose, good for the gander. I like this. I like Bridges more now. And the fact that he said, I'm not stopping. I'm not afraid. You got me. But I'm hey, next time it'll be me and you again. And then after that, it'll be me and you again. And yep. That's what it's about, man. Stop That's how it's supposed to be, man. You got to have that dog and you got to have that mentality. Otherwise, you become well, DeAndre Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> There's another word for that that describes a cat. But, you know. Anyway, speaking of people with that dog energy, <laughs> there is uh, Russ. Russell Westbrook. And who is now the starting point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers had a rare quadruple double, a rare quadruple double. He had 30 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds, and 10 turnovers. Why is that funny? Because remember, we talked about how Russell Westbrook said, ah, luckily they don't count. When he was talking about the preseason where he had 15 turnovers and he was like, hey, that's problematic, but it's funny. Makes for good news. His motherfucker had 10 turnovers. He had a quadruple double. Now, they did beat uh, Cleveland yesterday, but that game before against uh, was it that's, that's No, versus the awful Oklahoma City Thunder. That's the biggest lead the Lakers have given up, ever given up in franchise history. I want to say Russ has the most turnovers. And somebody, they text me, they actually text me and email me and told me that they are looking at changing his nickname to The Oven because he specializes in producing turnovers. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who texts me that. I got to go back and look. It, it might have been Kevin Durant's burner phone, actually. I got to go back and look. <laughs> I don't know who sent it. But, yeah, they like, yeah, they call him The Oven now because when you specialize getting turnovers out. Yeah, um, boy, he does. So. And I like, I love Russ. There's yeah, I like the energy. There is not a guy who plays basketball more passionately, who's going to give it all he got every play. But you might, you give them all you got. Don't give them the ball every time you got it. I know that sometimes that concept is a little confusing, Russ, but you you just be handing them the ball 10 to 12 times a night. And let me tell you, if I'm playing on your team, eventually we're going to have to take you out, fam. And I know LeBron be looking over there like, man, I asked for this, and I could have had Buddy Heald, who I know would not have done this. But nah, Heald- LeBron, LeBron's pride will never let him look over that. He thinks he can make anybody win a championship. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron is like a woman who dated the wrong dude. I'm going <laughs> to fix him. Let me tell you, 
ain't gonna happen. He ain't changing him. Then he gonna walk out on the team when they losing in the playoffs before the game is over. Nah, Russ ain't gonna do that. He just gonna try to fight. No, I'm talking somebody. about LeBron. Oh, yeah, yes. He's done that before. He'll do it again. Yes. Now, Russ, on the other hand, will get mad because you dunked at the end of the game after you stole the ball. And I'm going to say this as a big Russ fan, that was weak and classless. If you didn't want the man to dunk, then you go play defense. Don't, def- <laughs> don't defend him now. You could have defended him the whole game. You kept handing him the ball. If you want to be, <laughs> be mad with anybody, be mad with yourself. Yeah. And this is not hate because if you know me, I'm the biggest Russ fan. I think he's a killer, Hall of Famer, but we are the realest podcast in the world. And one thing we specialize in here is integrity. If you're wrong, then you are wrong. And we will tell you that you are what? Wrong. Wrong. And you were wrong, Russ. But the Lakers probably will get it together. Like I said, they won yesterday, Friday. Uh, they beat Cleveland. <laughs> Norwood doesn't believe me. I always shoot people bail. It's the beginning of the season. They have Kent Bazemore starting. He's about to lose all his minutes, though. He should have lost. <laughs> Kent Bazemore should be in the D League. G League. G League. G League. And he should be in the G League doing what? Coaching, not playing. <laughs> Kent Bazemore is Would a. Do you high... want Kent Bazemore as your coach? Do you want him as your starting two guard? I don't think they want him as his start, their starting I don't guard. think he wants to be the starting two guard. And I think everybody knows what is obviously true. He is awful. Has no business being on an NBA team. You know who said that two years ago? Oh, me. Me right here when he was on our team stealing. Stealing. He was one of the highest paid players on our team playing this level of basketball. One thing about Bazemore is he's been consistently bad for a very long time. I mean, he puts in the effort, though. That's all they have over there in L.A. is effort. Dwight, effort. <laughs> Big Carme- effort. Carmelo. <laughs> Air balls. Um, I don't I, – I feel bad for LeBron. But I, 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 I Why? Want- Why? He put the team together. LeBron that is, is that a is, franchise that is- killer. That is the reason that I don't feel bad. I, I feel bad for any black man who has to go to work every day and deal with these, these this Rondo, Westbrook, Dwight, mellow airballing shots. But it's your team. You pick these guys. You fix this. You pick this raggedy ass car. You fix it. And yeah. you pick Baysmore. I, I think the money picked Baysmore. <laughs> Baysmore don't have a slot on our team. Nowhere. No, he doesn't. But the Lakers don't have money to fill that slot. So, and they know he's not going to want the ball and shoot. But, but it is what it is, man. Russ, you better figure it out. Lakers, y'all better figure it out. Speaking of somebody else, uh uh-uh, Russ, <laughs> keep playing just like that, big oven. You keep going down there. You keep turning that <laughs> thing over. They're going to call you big O, and it's not going to be Oscar Rock. <laughs> Speaking of somebody else trying to figure it out, man, we talked about Trey Young and his frustration with the with the news, with the new rules. I'm sorry, with the new rules that have come out, the rule changes where it comes to uh, not getting all the ticky tack fouls and drawing fouls. Another person who has literally not figured it out at all is James Harden, and James Harden is frustrated. Not only is he frustrated because of the rule change, he's frustrated with Kyrie. Kyrie ain't there. You know, this ain't what he signed up for. He's like, man, I could have stayed in Houston for this. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. He don't want to stay in Houston, but he could have gone somewhere else. Well, Philadelphia. And yeah, there. Yeah, could have been in Philly, and without yeah, that would have been nice. You could, and Philly would have much rather have him had him. Uh, he did. I think he had eleven free throws last night. He turned mm-hmm. it around. I James is tricky with his fouls. But the NBA, y'all got, like, you can't go too far. You can't have James Harden shoot four free throws a game. That ain't it either. And you the thing to- about James Harden is, it's like, like, I like, like I said before, when it's addressing Trey, I like some of the rule changes. That rule where, and he's the inventor of this, he literally will have the basketball, and when he's driving, he'll put his hand up under the defender's arm and bring it with him as he tries to shoot. Yep. Like, I, that, that should go. That should, I, that's something that should lead or jumping backwards into the player like Trey Young does. That no, 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 too. no. I don't like that because it's like to me, that's like driving. You're following too closely. Once he's it's defense, you stay in. What does your coach tell you from day one? Stay in front of the, the offensive player, right? Once the offensive player has gotten by you, you kind of have to hope that you have backside help because you are you got beat. If you're if you got beat and you're just gonna run behind him. I want to shoot from wherever I want to shoot from. If I stop and I want to shoot right here and you're that close to me, you're too close. That's bad defense. And I have Fair no point. issue. Fair point. I have no issue with it. if you if Trey already beat you to the hoop and he want to stop and establish position and shoot a shot that he's more comfortable with, then there's mm-hmm. no way that you can stop and say, no, I don't think you should have shot that shot. You are open to go to the, to the hoop, so you should just shoot the layup. No, nah, I want to shoot this. This is what I'm comfortable with. You just got to stay in front of him. Don't get beat. Or when you get beat, get beat and don't give up the foul. But I, I <laughs> that that frustrates me because you're now taking away this man's kind of game plan. And he's beat. Like, don't I don't like for rules to play defense for players. Mm, you play fair. defense. Don't let the rule bail you out. All right, well, he beat me, so he can't stop. No, you have to acknowledge, oh, I'm beat. It's like playing cornerback. If you get beat, you grab him, you're, you're letting the rules help you out. Mm-hmm. Same thing with this. If you got beat, concede, go back and play defense. You follow behind him, he deserves to shoot them three every time because you're playing stupid basketball. <laughs> well, that's that on that. Well, uh, Harden looks like he's figuring it out. Russell's still making turnovers, even with the new rule changes. And Bridges ain't scared to jump with nobody. Uh, that's really all we got for NBA, man. It's still early in the early in the league. It's early in the season. It's on the, everybody's like five or six games in. The Milwaukee Bucks still look like the Milwaukee Bucks. Outside of that, everybody else looks discombobulated a little bit. So it is what it is, man. If you don't have anything else, Norway, we can get into some baseball real quick. And Brittany Renner, both getting to everybody. What? Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with part two of episode 30 of the Splashcast, our Around the League episode, and we are now going to get into some, into some news around the NBA. Got a few topics we're going to talk about today. First off, we're going to talk about a budding superstar 
up there in Charlotte, paired up with LaMelo Ball. Some of them say they are uh, in the same light as John Collins and Trey Young. Um, there's Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges had the dunk of the year last year on Clint Capella. Well, Jalen Brown. One of them. One of the dunks. I'm still going to say Collins and Embiid is. You put him in the headlock, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But Miles Bridges has been playing out of his mind. He's had a 14-point increase, a five-rebound increase, and a two-assist increase in his in his play since this year. And it's all thanks to uh, a better team around him as well as the mellow ball. But Miles Bridges was on the business end of a dunk by Jalen Brown when they were playing against the Celtics. And it was disrespectful. But Miles Bridges said, yo, I ain't scared of getting dunked on. I'm going to supposed to do just let him score. I'm going to, I'm going to jump before and I'm going to jump after, man. I like that energy, dog. I like that energy. It just sucks that he got dunked on. Bring that back. Bring back that NBA where it's not. Now they want to give up on the fouls. Here, here's, a, here's a fast break foul. Got you. Tag, you're mm-hmm. in. Or if you, see, if you see a guy about to dunk, you don't have enough confidence in your springs to even be like, let me jump with this dude and see. That used to be a part of the NBA, and I don't want to make this the old man cast or the uncle cast, but I like to see guys like uh, Bridges who say that. John Collins said that. If you're not getting dunked on, you're not jumping with anybody. You're not right. jumping with anybody. You're probably Zion, who's not a rim protector. You're probably... <laughs> you be calling out people every episode. Go ahead. Because, I like Because it's so many guys who just won't jump. Oh, DeAndre Ayton, who has zero blocks. You got to... If, if you want to become that level of a player, take the risk. Mailing it in and letting them dunk every time for sure will get them points. But if you have a little bit of courage in your in yourself, you might be able to block one. You get dunked on. Come on, man. It's the NBA. And as much as you want to put people on a poster, what's good for the goose, good for the gander. I like this. I like Bridges more now. And the fact that he said, I'm not stopping. I'm not afraid. You got me. But I'm hey, next time it'll be me and you again. And then after that, it'll be me and you again. And yep. That's what it's about, man. Stop That's how it's supposed to be, man. You got to have that dog in. You got to have that mentality. Otherwise, you become well, DeAndre Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> There's another word for that that describes a cat. But, you know. Anyway, speaking of people with that dog energy, <laughs> there is uh, Russ. Russell Westbrook. And who is now the starting point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers had a rare quadruple double, a rare quadruple double. He had 30 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds, and 10 turnovers. Why is that funny? Because remember, we talked about how Russell Westbrook said, ah, luckily they don't count. When he was talking about the preseason where he had 15 turnovers and he was like, hey, that's problematic, but it's funny. Makes for good news. His motherfucker had 10 turnovers. He had a quadruple double. Now, they did beat uh, Cleveland yesterday, but that game before against uh, was it that's, that's No, versus the awful Oklahoma City Thunder. That's the biggest lead 
the Lakers have given up, ever given up in franchise history. I want to say Russ has the most turnovers. And somebody, they text me, they actually text me and email me and told me that they are looking at changing his nickname to The Oven because he specializes in producing turnovers. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know who texts me that. I got to go back and look. It, it might have been Kevin Durant's burner phone, actually. I got to go back and look. <laughs> I don't know who sent it. But, yeah, they like, yeah, they call him The Oven now because well, he specializes in getting turnovers out. Yeah, um, boy, he does. So. And I like, I love Russ. There's yeah, I like the energy. There is not a guy who plays basketball more passionately, who's going to give it all he got every play. But you might, you give them all you got. Don't give them the ball every time you got it. I know that sometimes that concept is a little confusing, Russ, but you, you just be handing them the ball 10 to 12 times a night. And let me tell you, if I'm playing on your team, eventually we're going to have to take you out, fam. And I know LeBron be looking over there like, man, I asked for this, and I could have had Buddy Heald, who I know would not have done this. But nah, Heald- LeBron, LeBron's pride will never let him look over that. He thinks he can make anybody win a championship. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron is like a woman who dating the wrong dude. I'm going to fix him. <laughs> let me tell you, ain't going to happen. He ain't changing then you, him. Then he going to walk out on the team when they losing in the playoffs before the game is over. Nah, Russ ain't gonna do that. He's just gonna try to fight. No, I'm talking somebody. about LeBron. Oh, yeah, yes. He's done that before. He'll do it again. Yes. Now, Russ, on the other hand, will get mad because you dunked at the end of the game after you stole the ball. And I'm gonna say this as a big Russ fan, that was weak and classless. If you didn't want the man to dunk, then you go play defense. Don't def- <laughs> don't defend him now. You could have defended him the whole game when you kept handing him the ball. If you want to be, <laughs> be mad with anybody, be mad with yourself. Yeah. And this is not hate because if you know me, I'm the biggest Russ fan. I think he's a killer, Hall of Famer, but we are the realest podcast in the world. And one thing we specialize in here is integrity. If you're wrong, then you are wrong. And we will tell you that you are what? Wrong. Wrong. And you were wrong, Russ. But the Lakers probably will get it together. Like I said, they won yesterday, Friday. Uh, They beat (laughs) Cleveland. Norwood doesn't believe me. I always shoot people bail. It's the beginning of the season. They have Kent Bazemore starting. He's about to lose all his minutes, though. He should have lost. <laughs> Kent Bazemore should be in the D League. G League. G League. G League. And he should be in the G League doing what? Coaching, not playing. <laughs> Kent Bazemore is Would a Do you high... want Kent Bazemore as your coach? Do you want him as your starting two guard? I don't think they want him as his start, their starting I don't guard. think he wants to be the starting two guard. And I think everybody knows what is obviously true. He is awful. Has no business being on an NBA team. You know who said that two years ago? Oh, me. Me right here when he was on our team stealing. Stealing. He was one of the highest paid players on our team playing this level of basketball. One thing about Bazemore is he's been consistently bad for a very long time. I mean, he puts in the effort, though. That's all they have over there in L.A. is effort. Dwight, effort. <laughs> Big Carme- effort. Carmelo. <laughs> Air balls. Um, I don't I, – I feel bad for LeBron. But I, 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 I Why? Want- Why? He put the team together. LeBron that is, is that a is, franchise that is- killer. That is the reason that I don't feel bad. I, I feel bad for any black man who has to go to work every day and deal with these, the, this Rondo, Westbrook, Dwight, 
mellow airballing shots, but it's your team. You pick these guys. You fix this. You pick this raggedy ass car. You fix it. And yeah. you pick Baysmore. I I think the money picked Baysmore. <laughs> Baysmore don't have a slot on our team. Nowhere. No, he doesn't. But the Lakers don't have money to fill that slot. So, and they know he's not going to want the ball to shoot. But, but it is what it is, man. Russ, better figure it out. Lakers, y'all better figure it out. Speaking well, of somebody don't... else, <laughs> uh-uh, Russ, keep playing just like that, Big Oven. You keep going down there. You keep turning that <laughs> thing over. They're going to call you Big O, and it's not going to be Oscar Rock. <laughs> Speaking of somebody else trying to figure it out, man, we talked about Trey Young and his frustration with the with the news, with the new rules. I'm sorry, with the new rules that have come out, the rule changes where it comes to uh, not getting all the ticky-tack fouls and drawing fouls. Another person who has literally not figured it out at all is James Harden. And James Harden is frustrated. Not only is he frustrated because of the rule change, frustrated with Kyrie. Kyrie ain't there. You know this ain't what he signed up for. He's like, man, I could have stayed in Houston for this. No, 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 no. He don't want to stay in Houston, but he could have gone somewhere else. Philadelphia. And yeah, there, yeah, could have been in Philly. And without, yeah, that would have been nice. You could and Philly would have much rather have him had him. Uh he did. I think he had 11 free throws last night. He turned mm-hmm. it around. I James is tricky with his fouls but the nba y'all got like you can't go too far you can't have james harden shoot four free throws a game that ain't it either and the thing about james harden is it's like like i like like i said before when it addressing trey i like some of the rule changes that rule where and he's the inventor of this he literally will have the basketball and when he's driving he'll put his hand up under the defender's arm and bring it with him as he tries to shoot yep like i that that should go. That should, I, that's something that should leave. Or jumping backwards into the player like Trey Young does. That no, 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 too. no. I don't like that because it's like to me that's like driving. You're following too closely. Once he's it's defense. You stay in. What does your coach tell you from day one? Stay in front of the the offensive player, right? Once the offensive player has gotten by you, you kind of have to hope that you have backside help because you are you got beat. If you're if you got beat and you're just gonna run behind him, I want to shoot from wherever I want to shoot from. If I stop and I want to shoot right here and you're that close to me, you're too close. That's bad defense. And I have Fair no point. issue. Fair point. I have no issue with it. if you if Trey already beat you to the hoop and he want to stop and establish position and shoot a shot that he's more comfortable with, then there's mm-hmm. no way that you can stop and say no. I don't think you should have shot that shot. You are open to go to the, to the hoop, so you should just shoot the layup. No, nah, I want to shoot this. This is what I'm comfortable with. You just got to stay in front of him. Don't get beat. Or when you get beat, get beat and don't give up the foul. But I, I <laughs> that, that frustrates me because you're now taking away this man's kind of game plan. And he's beat. Like, don't I don't like for rules to play defense for players. Mm, you play fair. defense. Don't let the rule bail you out all right well he beat me so he can't stop no you have to acknowledge oh i'm beat it's mm-hmm. like playing cornerback if you get beat you grab him you're you're letting the rules help you out mm-hmm. same thing with this if you got beat concede go back and play defense you follow behind him he deserves to shoot them three every time because you're playing stupid basketball <laughs> well that's that on that well 
Uh, Harden looks like he's figuring it out. Russell's still making turnovers, even with the new rule changes. And Bridges ain't scared to jump with nobody. Uh, that's really all we got for NBA, man. It's still early in the early in the league. It's early in the season. It's on everybody's like five or six games in. The Milwaukee Bucks still look like the Milwaukee Bucks. Outside of that, everybody else looks discombobulated a little bit. So it is what it is, man. If you don't have anything else, Norway, we can get into some baseball real quick. And Brittany Renner, both giving it to everybody. What? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are now at our final segment of part two of episode 30 of the Splash Cast, our Splashes of the Week. We actually are going to combine some baseball news as well and put that in Splashes of the Week because we already talked about baseball. We talked about the Braves. It's down to two teams, only Braves and the Asterisks, and we're not really going to put a whole lot of attention on the Asterisks. So uh, with that being said, man, the Astros are getting the church involved. There is a church next to Minute Maid Park where they play that is asking for people to come and pray for the Astros and their trash cans. <laughs> Norwood, I can tell by your face you got something to say. <laughs> yeah, you're correct. So Minute Maid Stadium, there is a church, the Church of Annunciation is next to the stadium. They're asking for people to come out. This is a Catholic church, and they're, they're asking for people to come out and light candles and pray for the Houston Astros. Church. I'm a believer myself. This is probably not the star you want to hit your wagon to. These guys are notorious for cheating. Cheating. Now, I'm not the biggest Bible thumper in the world. But right at the top of the list, lying, stealing, and cheating is all is not in the rules of things you cannot <laughs> do. These guys specialize in lying, cheating, and stealing, not bases either. Um, <laughs> wins. They steal wins. The, these are the guys who beat on trash cans. These are the guys that wear buzzers and then say, hey, don't rip my jersey off because I have a bad tattoo, which is an egregious lie that anybody who's ever lied before knows this is not the lie to tell. And for you to back these guys out of all people is, is short-sighted, number one. Number two, it's egregious and embarrassing. Uh, even moreover, I hope that we destroy the trash can beaters and then after... Uh, I don't, I just, why would you do this? You know that they just got off a scandal. Why are you soliciting? And we here at the Splashcast specialize in T's and P's, thoughts and prayers. You should be a little bit more respectful of your own thoughts and prayers than these cheating. And I don't have anything else positive to say, so I won't say anything else, but this is just bad, embarrassing, and stupid. So I'll, I'll jump in and throw a thought that you didn't cover. They are the church 
next to the Houston Astros Park. Everybody has to go to that Six Flags themed park. Anyway, this is an opportunity. If you come into the Church of Annunciation, say your Hail Marys and, and, and participate in tithe, they have accomplished what they want to accomplish. On the backs of cheaters. Don't matter how you get there, as long as you get there. This ain't my business. Uh, judge ye not, lest ye, ye be judged. I'm going to step out of this. I'm going to invite myself to the exit. But if you guys want to, you know, you know, sync yourself with these guys, and congratulations, let's go, Bravos. Handle the business. Come on, man. We all we all know that. Well, no, I was about to take a shot. Uh-uh, at the no, during the no, hurricane. no, no, no. We didn't all, all. You know what? That's enough of a joke. I didn't already didn't say it about Notre Dame and Catholic Church. In other news, ladies and gentlemen, something that finally has come to fruition, that if you grew up as a kid in the 90s, probably should have happened 100 years ago. King Griffey yes, Jr. Sir. is now a part of the ownership group for the Seattle Mariners. Um, yes, more black owners. Yes, number one, great, more black ownership. Also, if you play video games in this time, hey, call Jay Buhner. I don't know why, I just feel like it's the right thing to do. You could probably call Alex Rodriguez, but I feel like he already owns probably three or four baseball teams, basketball teams, and a minor league soccer team in El Salvador. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, does not. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, he gave that back to... Oh, I'm spiraling. Uh, we... Gonna let you keep going, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. is now a minority owner of the Mariners. And as Norwood said, Ken Griffey Jr., was instrumental to the popularity of baseball amongst black youth. Uh, from his shoes, he's one of the first, I want to say the first baseball player to have a signature shoe on Jordan brand. Uh, he also uh, won countless individual titles, but he never did win the World Series. So now I like to see how he's winning in life. He is now, Seattle, Mariners would not be relevant without King Griffey Jr. So damn. for them to give him ownership is not only kudos to King Griffey Jr., but kudos to the Seattle Mariners. Yes, so. doing things the right way. Kudos to you guys. We appreciate it. Uh, and then, unfortunately, we do have to end on something that is less than a spectacular note. Uh, just recently, <laughs> the Chicago Blackhawks have uh, – they did an investigation – uh, there was multiple accounts of sexual harassment um, with their players, with youth who were working with the video director. This is, we're not going to get into the depth of this. This is something that, you know, take some time on your time to read about. It's disgusting, despicable, deplorable. Um, and even more, the, the more of the savagery is that the, the team did not take the responsibility, did not go through the proper channels and didn't do it right. This is, this is a black eye on the game this is a black eye on a well on city yes on the city with a well-respected nhl franchise i don't know what to say this uh is, this reminds me of i mean the this washington is, football team thing same thing they did a lot of sexual this is uh, more this is to me is more penn state michigan state type of stuff um ooh. I mean, the yes. premise is the same, though. There was sexual oh, assault, yeah, sexual harassment, absolutely. and nobody did anything about it. Similar yes. to Washington football team with the cheerleaders, similar to Penn State with uh, with the everything that happened there. 
So while I, I'm sad that it happened, I'm happy that it's being brought to light and that you can't just, I'm not going to say who, but certain individuals of a certain demographic can't just operate in the shadows by doing all this sicko shit and then being able to do what they want to do in life and still try to run, run the world. So also, also I want to give a special uh, thoughts and prayers to Kyle beach. Kyle beach was a victim. Mm -hmm. He was a whistleblower. And even after he has been put at the forefront of this. So when most of the time you have these type of, these investigations the person the victims get some level of anonymity his name has been leaked so he's now reliving this again all at the same time of having to be a whistleblower and to be a victim that i could not even begin to fathom that and even more understand what life is going forward now that everyone knows what they know i i wish you the best of luck um genuinely this is an unfortunate situation this is tough man it's tough, man. It's tough. So thoughts and prayers to everyone involved Absolutely. that was a victim in all of those uh, take scandals. It, take, take us up, Rich. Take us up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, we have come to the end of episode 30 of the Splash Cast. The entire episode are around the league episode as well as the ATL edition episode. Uh, the we have not missed anything. We talked about the NBA, talked about the NFL. We talked about Georgia, Florida. Talked about HBCUs and one of the greatest HBCUs of all time, Hampton University, uh, an alumni in Sonia Steeles is not a first lady commissioner of the MEAC. Uh, it's homecoming season. Y'all homecoming safe now. Y'all be safe out there now. Uh, and uh, King Griffey Jr., more black ownership. Uh, if I miss, if I didn't miss anything, Norwood, go ahead and take us out, man. Hey, number one, ladies, gents, dogs, children, pets, whatever you are, we're all Braves fans from now, even now and forevermore. We got to win this chip. That's the most, very most important thing. Next thing it is homecoming season. So in the words of my favorite living entertainer, Bobby Brown, drink responsibility. Also, it is Halloween weekend. (laughs) Y'all, please be safe. Y'all have fun. Enjoy yourselves. Um, I will be here binge drinking and praying that the Falcons, I mean, not the Falcons, why well, would not, not waste my prayers <laughs> on those guys. No, that was an accident. The Florida Gators, I do hope that they do what they're supposed to do, take care of the University of Georgia uh, and go ahead in their season for me. Um, <clears throat> with that happen. With that said, this should be your conclusion of your Splashcast week. This means that you have already heard the ATL edition. You've heard us talk about the Hawks, Braves, Falcons. You also listened to the Around the League edition. So you heard all the rest of the teams and everybody who was not fortunate enough to be fans of teams of Georgia minus the University of Georgia. And this also means that you heard the Splash Guys 12-pack. And you probably also went ahead and listened to that master list and said, dog, this guy's really good at curating music in ways I've just never heard before. I appreciate all the support. I know that my co-host Reggie also appreciates that he is drinking on your behalf. With that said, I'm a Georgia Cup. Yes. With that said, of course, number one, more black baseball and more black baseball ownership. Number two, more cowboys and cowgirls. Number three, hey, once again, 
bravos do it for your boy outside of that you could have been anywhere else in the world you came to kick it with me you came and kicked it with your boy reggie and there's only one thing left to do what is that reggie hang out hang out we out of here win this game florida no i'm stressed braves be cocky never humble adios me amigos episode treinte we doing Spanish, we doing French, we taking y'all to places y'all never heard before. This is the realest podcast in the world. This is an excellent episode. And next Peace. year we'll be we'll be right back at it. Adios, mi amigos. Peace. But ruin your career. Exacerbate your fear. Make it so you can't ever, 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 ever come back around here. Great. I'm like two tray with the flu weight talking shit and out of toothpaste big bees Bobby Boucher on my wrist I got the skeleton Richie with the see-through face drive the whip without the toupee pregnant pistol got a due date I'm too good for my own good I cross my heart I knock on wood I lost my heart I found my foot I stand my ground that ground I stood I walk my walk that ground is shook that time I bought that time I took that time I put inside these thoughts and since it's art they gotta look look one of the bullets to rep my set i don't do computers but i zip tight tech i don't do computers but my chips like that i don't do computers but my shooters put a bullet wound in your apple it look bit like mac just like that like this like that my drip like splat with lips like that she kiss my gad just my back beat the beat up like this track trying to fist fight back when the producer heard this verse it left his eye black ask my chef i eat rappers i like mine's prep still an ex-con feeling like the only icon left that's real shit i'm still a shit i ain't white mine yet the greatest of all time and i got a lifetime left Touch. <laughs>